So I'm, I'm thinking about starting an all-liquid diet. All-liquid, huh? Yeah, in between meals. Wait. Hey, guys. It's us. Hello. It's uh, Heather and Ben here again with another wild and woolly episode of gear related a peek under the hood of the automotive repair industry wild and willy eh woolly woolly willy what <laughs> it is chilly willy outside right it now it is very cold outside on you this might want some wool december day yeah december almost to the end it's almost time for the fun holidays and then we can kick this year 2020 out the door won't it be good to just get rid of this year altogether? Just get rid of it. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Well, you have to wait. It's like two more weeks. Yeah. I, well, when this <laughs> airs, it'll be like a couple of days. So, But you still have to wait a little bit. Yeah. That's okay, though. It's all right. It'll be done and over. And then we can party like it's 2021. But still maintaining social distances. Social distances. <laughs> All yeah. right. Well, that's yeah. Let, it's different than ninety nine. Let's so. not talk about COVID anymore. We weren't. We were talking about partying. Oh, I know, but I Get almost brought it. it up. Okay, sorry. Well, what do you want to talk about instead? I actually like to talk to you today about some future topics, specifically self driving cars. Oh yeah. Cars of the future. I'm sorry. Uh, I can't do that, man. I don't know where this is going. A lot of people don't know where this is going. It's going, though, for sure. There's, it's got a lot of momentum. It does have some momentum. Some? It's got a ton. Well, it makes me nervous, though. It makes you nervous? Come on! Get with the program! <laughs> well, we did talk about self-driving cars. We did. Uh, this year. More fact-based, yes, kind of. Actually, for, for those of you listening, if you'd like to go back and uh, get, uh, get the scoop on this, uh, in May 18th, we recorded a episode called self-driving cars that kind of gives you an idea of what the how, heck they are what they do yep wh- how they <laughs> I don't work know. uh and that kind of thing you don't have to listen to that one to f- to get a point of reference for this podcast but if you do there you go so i should have listened to it um so so you're not you're not feeling it huh I'm not on board, to be honest with you. At all? Well, maybe not at all, but I ha- let's just put it this way. I have some serious concerns. Man, I have only serious celebrations. Okay. But, well, I want to talk about how this is going to play out, I guess. So I wanna, let's talk about some scenarios here. Oh, you um, want scenarios? Well, specifically, I mean, mo- the, the number one, of course, is safety. Every, you know, a lot of people are questioning how safe are these vehicles. They're so safe. So, well, he, here are my top three reasons why I like them, okay? Okay. So safety, and there's lots of things that go under that. Environmental improvement, there's a lot of things that go under that. Okay. And costs, reduced costs. Well, we can talk about that. I know, but that's what I'm saying. All three of those things, those are all good, 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 good. So this, the safety thing, I mean, as is currently, there, um, I forget what the statistic is, it's, but it's like cra- uh, crashes per miles driven. Um, and currently, autonomous cars have a higher crash rate 
per miles driven than there can't be it currently. But of course, we're talking about they're trying they're still trying to develop these, you know, and make them safer. But until we get to that point, you know, that's that that's a higher crash rate. Now, currently. is it because there's one autonomous vehicle in that and there's another idiot human driving that <laughs> wrecked into the autonomous vehicle? Well, that's the thing. Of a lot of these crashes, um, most of them can be contributed to driver error. Yeah, there's always human error. That's what the, I have a statistic. Which which doesn't make any sense. Um, sorry, uh, before you get to your... St- I'm sorry to interrupt you. Before we get to that, um, why it doesn't make any sense is it's supposed to be a self-autonomous car, but well, yet there's a driver. So I just want to throw out there that... Currently, there are no 100% self-autonomous vehicles on the road today. On the road today, but yes. that's the, uh, listen, the Society of Automotive Engineers. <laughs> yes. They have done the levels of driving autom- automation, and it goes from level zero, which is like no automation. The human driver does everything. Right. To level four and five. There's no requirement for a driver to even be present or like paying any attention at all. So like that's the car that goes and parks itself. Right. And also like, a plus. And like the level one cars or zero cars, we're we're working on those in the shop today with the automotive well, driver like, assist or yeah, advanced like driver assist uh, systems. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so those are there. I can see those are a little annoying. I'm I'm all about, I want the level four, level five. That's where I'm at. Right. I want to take a nap while I am driven to work. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, apart from the, um, the crashes per miles, if we, if we're talking, cause there's not a lot of, um, uh, self-driving cars on the road, uh, right now. Right. Um, but for those of you that want the statistics, it, uh, according to Wired, there's been 13 serious ca- um, crashes and six fat- six fatalities, two of which were pedestrians. So, so stupid human so I, walking across the road. There was one report of jaywalking. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's the deal. It's because this the one I got um, from the Department of Transportation. Ninety four percent of fatal accidents are caused by human error. Of so course. we're distracted. We're speeding. We uh, had a couple of shots of the tequila before we got in the car. Oh, let's not do that. No, but that's the stuff. But I'm with you on this one. The, the safety aspect of it, I, while, I'll, while I will say we're not there yet, but we're talking about the future. So right. these cars will be safer. Oh, totally. Than somebody like you and me who's driving the car. So once they get it to the level four, level five, I am a very good driver, by the way. <laughs> but once they get it there... I mean, it's there. It's projected to decrease traffic deaths by like ninety percent. Well, I'm definitely going to concede to you on the safety aspect of this. They will be safer. Yeah. Are you ready for this one, though? You I'm should. Gonna throw, I'm going to throw at you. Throw it. Because this is uh, a bring little, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm. Come at me. It's already been brought in. No, it hasn't because I haven't heard it yet. <laughs> oh, sorry. Let me let me brought it then. Brought in it. <laughs> brought in it. Um, let's talk about how these autonomous cars are going to be all electric, all computerized, all software, all mm-hmm. software, which can be hacked. So can your computer, but think so about can your it. phone. My computer can't kill me yet. <laughs> I get it. And I know that's going to be a huge, I'm, there's a thousand people right now 
wouldn't that be fun if there was a thousand people listening to this right now? But I mean, they're all like, come on, Heather, it's a thing. It can happen. I just don't see where some idiot wants me to die in my car. I'm, I'm more I'm worried about like, um, uh, the conspiratorial like governments, you know, hacking like a whole fleet of these things, you know, <laughs> using these things for weapons and then putting their robots in it and then flying them in the sky. I mean, we're to the talking mothership. Yeah, we're talking like Skynet here, but it's going to be somebody is going to actually going to be in charge of it. <laughs> I mean, obviously, that's going to be a huge concern and that's probably well into the safety things. I got nothing for you on that one. Yeah, it is it is a major concern, one that you know, people are legitimately scared of. Um, I got one for you. How okay, about? shoot, shoot. Let's talk about if we have more autonomous vehicles on the road, we can do definitely, you know, ride sharing. But the other thing is that the traffic congestion is going to go away because of ah. the idiot humans that stop and go and stop and go and stop and go. And, you know, even 20, like 25% of congestion is just caused by accidents. So if we are already decreasing those, you know, the little rubbernecking is going to stop that. I mean, even when there's nothing happening, I love that you're driving, stop, go, stop, go, stop, go. And then you get to the point where the traffic opens up and there ain't nothing there. Yeah. Like what happened? I it's an, it's interesting that you bring that up because uh I actually think that traffic will increase. Now here's why. So you have these big metropolitan areas like New York City, Los Angeles, Avon. uh Toronto. Come on, I made a funny <laughs> Avon. <laughs> you know? Right, right. Big cities like that. Mm-hmm. Um and th- this is me. I would totally do this. I'm on my way to lunch or I'm running a little bit behind and my car's getting me there. I get there and there's no parking. So uh-huh. I just get on my car and be like, you know what? Just and go, that's what go pick up do. my dry cleaning or whatever while I, it, while it I go It can't go eat. pick up your dry cleaning, but it can go find an available space outside of the city center. That's another thing. You just proved my point. It's going to fix parking. I don't know that it is. I think it's going to make it worse. It's but, not. Because nobody's going to care if the car is parked or not. They're just going to say, go go drive. It, well, it has to. It's programmed to go park. Oh, oh that, well, you've programmed them to park now. That's actually a pretty good idea. That's on the thing, yeah. They'll be programmed to park. And here's the other thing. So... You're in your big metropolitan city of Avon, and you've got your parking garage. Well, you no longer have to have such big gaps in between the cars because you don't have to open a door because the car is going to go pick up the driver. So you can park them, boom, boom, close, close. So it's like that self-parking car uh, from Boston. that uh, Boston. They'll never get in that parking spot. But yeah, okay, so I, I get it. I still think people are going to abuse this though, because they're oh. they're going to they're going to be at home and they're going to want something. They'll just send their car out to they go get it. They can't do that. You you still have to have like you can't. They're not going to be like oh well maybe they will with like picking up food. I don't know, but it's not. I mean, you're talking about seven o'clock on a Friday night. I'm talking about rush hour. Sure. When, of course, we're probably all going to be working from home at that point anyway, though. <laughs> I wish that'll never happen for me. But the other thing about the traffic congestion, two things so that the, the software in the car is going to make a much smoother, like acceleration, deceleration kind of thing so that they'll be able to sort of, wait, somebody stop, described it as stop. like a, 
Engineers need to be listening to you right now. Just did I screw it up? No, no. All you engineers out there, listen to what she is saying. Smoothing acceleration, smooth braking. Well, yeah, I mean, a, a, a computer can do that with just minute little increments to keep it from that stop and go. Somebody described it as like a freight train, like the cars will just be going right along. There won't be that stop and go. And the other thing too is because <laughs> humans, you're trying to put your lipstick on, you're trying to reach because your cell phone fell between the seats. Listen, you're doing a lot of stupid things. I put my lipstick on before I get in the car. That's You know what? You are so <laughs> smart. I appreciate that then. But I mean, if when you do that, don't we weave a little bit? You're going kind of back and forth in the lane. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, an autonomous vehicle is not going to do that. They're going to stay nice and straight, so those lanes can actually get smaller. So instead of a three-lane highway, you could have a four-lane highway. Yeah, I've already kind of gone from keeping my eyes on the road to keeping my eyes on every other car around me. (laughs) Especially right now. I do not know. So our friend, Shane. Hi, Shane. (laughs) Hi, Shane. Hi, Shane. Uh, (laughs) Sometimes he goes on these rants on social media that entertained me so highly, I can't even stand it. And he just did one about people tailgating, and it's so true. I have not noticed it to be as bad as I have over the this cars, last year. Cars are a lot closer together oh now. Oh my goodness! You people... know, I think with with autonomous driving, though, they're going to be that much closer well, and they to can each be, other, though, because you don't have the idiot who's slamming on their brakes because they're about to mix their exit. So, do you think road rage will still be a problem? No. Or do you think road rage will just go away? Hopefully it goes away. Because you're still going to have people that are going to be late for things because they're going to get in their car not soon enough to get wherever they're going. Well, that's too bad because they don't have Then they better not get a four or five because they can't take it over, I don't believe. <laughs> I'm wondering, though, if... Well, it, like, I guess it's in, in full animation. I guess it all says when enabled, so I guess you could unenable your car. Yeah, but do we want people to do that? I don't want this this jerk with the road rage you're talking about. Well, let's talk about integration for a second here. Integration. Be- yeah, because we're talking about self-driving cars. Now, not every car out there is going to be self-driving. Well, right. So we, we've got to integrate this so that cars that are not automated still are safely being you know used on the road with cars that are right. automated. It's like It's like when I lived in Sicily. It was the American drivers being integrated with the Sicilian <laughs> drivers. Those poor Sicilian drivers are like, oh gosh, these idiots. <laughs> so yeah, it's going to be like that. Here's my, some of my concerns. I think, you know, a lot of this is going to be legislated. I'm sure it's going to have to be legislated, but are we going to get to the point where there's going to be roads that are for self-driving cars only? Oh, like the HOV lanes. Right. Like you're not allowed. Oh, that would be awesome. You're not allowed on that road unless you're a self-driving maybe car. Maybe not or... a road, but maybe they take, maybe they take a... A lane of the highway, or maybe maybe those inner lanes where we have the big, huge swaths of green grass and trees to stop the accidents that are going to happen. Maybe all that can just turn into aut- autonomous vehicle lanes because they're not they're not going to crash. See, ideally. engineers, are you listening? Engineers, <laughs> I, 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 the other concern too that I have is like as a. Um, as a uh, driver of the uh, powerful gas uh, guzzling uh, vehicles. Wow. <laughs> am, he does am, have an SUV, though. 
I'm not exactly. I'm not going to be allowed on these roads. Will it take me longer to get places then? Will I be punished for well, not I, having a uh, self-driving car? They can't say you can't go on the highway. They just can say that you can't go on the the, you know, furthest left-hand lane okay. until it's, you know, 21. But whatever happened to the joy of driving? Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Talk about a big gas guzzler. Let's talk about the Chevy. <laughs> Listen, you pull that thing out. I get out. 8 miles to the gallon in that puppy. Woo! <laughs> now, granted, that's a that is a recreational use car. Right. I, don't, I don't drive it that that um, that thing all the time. That and is not my commuter. No, your daily driver. But I, I do worry that I don't think it'll be in my lifetime. But that's not to say that people, you know, a hundred years from now won't have these cars. And will there ever be a time that they won't be allowed to drive them? Are we seeing the death of the combustion engine altogether? I don't think they can ever take that all the way away. Not in America, anyway. Not America. <laughs> well, listen, let's talk about, though, some more of the happies. I mean, you're taking, you're, t- you know, oh, we're taking away the joy of driving and the hackers. <laughs> but listen, if we don't have as much congestion, we don't have as many cars on the road, our air quality is going to get better. Remember when oh, we you had. Talk, you want to talk about the environment? That's, yeah, that's, that's what very I'm saying. Good air point. quality. Right after COVID shut us all down. Sorry to bring that back up. But remember the pictures of the air quality in like LA and Tokyo? Oh, and like definitely. Really cool. So, I mean, it's feasible. That well, that could, we could clear that out. I mean, we're not, it's going to be hard to get there though, because here's the problem all these autonomous vehicles are going to be electric, right? Right. So these batteries are all going to need charging stations. Mm -hmm. That electricity has to be produced somehow. Now, the majority of electricity are still uh, uh, we still get from fossil fuels. If we replaced every single car on the road with an electric vehicle, how are we going to power all of those vehicles and still have that safe environment mentality? Well, here's the deal. First of all, the software can be programmed to have the output as low as possible of the vehicle itself, which is cool. The lowest emissions? Yeah, emissions. Well, sure. And secondly, there is a seventh grader right now in some school who's doing some crazy project (laughs) that he's going to, she is going to solve this problem. For, I mean, they've got to already be thinking about that. Like, well, I mean, they are thinking about it, but that's the that's the biggest problem right now is where are we going to get all this electricity? Because it's the cars are fine; they're not going to produce any emissions. They're not the they're not the culprit. It's when you plug it in, the electricity well, that, that where that comes from is coming from your coal plants. It's coming from. I have an idea. You could make it right now for us. We don't have electric cars. We could get electric cars. You want you want me to single handedly. Find a way to produce electricity. I already have it. I just want you to Jimmy rig it up. (laughs) It's going to be an exercise wheel for the cats. You put the cats on, they will run on it. It will be like the hamster wheel. It will power our entire house. Yeah, we could probably get out of the driveway with that much power. (laughs) They get so bored and jump right off. It's a great plan. We could all get skinny and power our vehicles. I'm just thinking about all the legislation out there and the rules. And you know how bad this is going to be for Ohio? Think about the people in Ohio, honey. They got it worse than anyone. They got it worse than anyone. So I'm sorry, you Ohioans. Um, This is coming, though. But I mean, so, and we're going to have lower fuel consumption, obviously. You're you're thinking that they're going to be completely electric. I don't think they'll ever be completely electric. I think they almost have to be. Uh, I don't know. 
but it's there's that acceleration deceleration thing again. Don't need as much f- fuel consumption. Not as not as many. You know, hopefully with like ride sharing and things like that, maybe there won't even be as many vehicles on the road. That's you know that's my hope is if we can decrease the number of vehicles on the road, then you know that that would make my life a lot easier for sure. A lot of people's lives easier. Plus, who doesn't want to eat that sandwich on their way to work? Oh, me. I want now. To. What else you got? This is this is okay. This is not really necessarily a well. Maybe it's a pro, but it's uh, um, I have I'm the pros. <laughs> but it's a really interesting point. Okay, so I'm taking you into the future, right? All cars Ooh. are self driving. Do we still need car insurance then? Well, yeah, I think you would have to because there's still like the upkeep of things. So what if you didn't upkeep your brakes and they fail? That's not the software's fault. That's you. You were bad. Because you bought the car? Maybe. I mean, insur- but the insurance rates will go down. Oh, they would have Which means that a ton to. of insurance companies will go out of business. Cry, cry, sob, sob. I think if it's a, if it's a self-driving car, it's going to be self-diagnosing, too. So if it gets to the point where... My goodness. Where, well, we don't even need you anymore. I, I know, Bye. right? I'm going to be out of a job soon. <laughs> no, I'll still... I'll, you know, I won't be a mechanic. I'll be an electrical... Uh, an electrician, basically, or right. a, or a computer uh, designer or yeah. software. Um, but yeah, I'm thinking like if we get to the point where we can design a system where we have autonomous self-driving cars that are zero accidents, and you have let's like you mentioned your brakes, whether they're going to be electronic braking systems or they're going to oh. be your traditional pad and rotor mechanical systems. When it gets to the point where uh, the car says your brakes are low, it's just going to cut you off. It's not going to let you drive anymore until you get them replaced eliminating the uh, possibility of you ever getting an accident. So what, what do we People need car are, insurance if you anymore? Can, if we can hack into the computer system to take over somebody's car, somebody oh, you can know what? certainly right. do a workaround to override their brake. They're going to no chip knows. their cars. <laughs> <laughs> they are. <laughs> oh, we are smart humans, aren't mm-hmm. we? Well, always well, always the, trying to outthink our cars. We're so much more clever when we want to get away with something than if we just did it right to begin with. All right, I got another one for you. And okay. this one is kind of, this is another one. This is kind of near and dear to the healthcare worker's um, heart. I think that these these self-driving cars, this is really going to increase accessibility for people. So I'm talking about like the senior population. Maybe they can't drive anymore. Um, people with disabilities that even with the um, you know accessory packages and modifications, they yeah. just can't operate a vehicle. You're right. This is going to put an end to the uh, having to uh, install extra equipment onto well, the car no, just I mean, to be able to drive. People can still do that, but I, I mean, if, to be able to, but like... What if somebody is, you know, legally blind now because they're 97 years old, but they can still live at home and do fine? This would increase their independence, you know, make them less reliant on hopefully some kid coming over to drive them to the grocery store. Well, and we'll be living to 110 at that point. And then obviously, you know, more the the ride sharing stuff, this is going to make things more affordable. God, we're almost to the point. What what we're talking about right now is is we're we're not going to necessarily have self driving cars so much as we're going to have an elaborate taxi system. It's going to be great. It's it. I think it's. I mean, Uber okay. has already. So Uber and Lyft have already decreased emissions of cars that are out. The need for parking. 
travel times to a point. And that's the other thing. Like travel time is going to be reduced because these cars can be on narrow lanes. They can go faster because uh, you've taken out the human error. Yeah, but you could also add in the human ability to go faster. (laughs) I mean... Breaking well, a few laws here and there because that's the other that's thing. True. Self, self-driving cars are, are not going to go above the speed limit. Right, but the speed limit won't necessarily be 60. It'll be 80. We're just going to have to learn to leave sooner, aren't we? We do. That is just... <laughs> people in podcast land, if we teach you nothing else... Just leave sooner. And read your owner's manual. <laughs> read your but, but if you've got... You know, this, this travel time is reduced. That's a ton that's a lot of hours. I mean, sometimes it takes me a half an hour to get to work. If you could get to work sooner, just think or how much more I time could, you could spend with uh, me and the cats. I could. Well, <laughs> you get there sooner for sure. But also, like, if I could just, I could read a book. I could do studying. Learn I could a language. Check my email. Sure. I could learn a language. <laughs> but what else this? Listen, if we don't have all of these drivers that are out there needed you know, to drive the cars, we don't need as many law enforcement to, to nab us. Yeah, you know, traffic police is going to be uh, just completely moot at that point, you know, just unnecessary. And that'll be another big blow for Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ohio. Love you. <laughs> all I, I love can, your you, cops. I gotta be honest, all I can think about right now is uh, that movie iRobot. When, when Will Smith is driving a self-driving car and while he's reading, he's doing his police work and everything. Uh, and then uh, the robots come to try to kill him. So he goes into manual mode and they checked when, after he crashed the car and he said, you were, you were driving in manual mode at that speeds. That, that doesn't bode well for, for us. No, no. Manual drivers that want to cling to that last desperate hope of, Control. Control. (laughs) In a world without control, we're going to take the last vestiges of that, aren't we? I don't know. I think there's a lot of pros to it. There's a couple of con things. I don't know. I don't... We're so far away from this. I mean, how many years This is nothing that we... Podcast listeners, this is nothing we have to worry about. This is is, uh, our children's problems. And we don't have any, so (laughs) this is perfect. Yeah. Well, Well, that was interesting to hear your take on it. We've never really talked about what we think about that. It was interesting to discuss how it's going to change things in dramatic fashions. I think that's kind of, um, we're experiencing so much change right now. I thought it'd be kind of interesting to see, you know, from an automotive perspective, what self-driving cars, autonomous vehicles is going to do to us. I'm sorry. I can't tell you that, Ben. And please feel free to send us your thoughts on this subject. I'm sure there's stuff that we missed that you're like, hey, hey, what about this? We want to hear that stuff and we'll get it on the air for you. Yeah. Any questions you got about whatever under your hood? Hit us up. Auto at Auto. That's S-C-H-O-E-N. That's on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook. And go to all your favorite podcast catchers and just rate, review, and subscribe to us, yes. please. Rating, rating and reviews really helps us uh, get further out there and reach more listeners. So if you could do that for us, that would be Swell. phenomenal. Super awesome. Hope you guys all have a great week. And Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bye. Bye-bye.